This is Wicked Roadie, a wicked good podcast about Rhode Island events and life. Hey everybody, how's it going? My name's Mary Larson. And I'm Ben DeCastro. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining us on the podcast that has been multiple years the winner of Best of Rhode Island by the readers of Rhode Island Monthly. And, uh, you know, throughout this whole COVID, coronavirus, COVID-19 stuff, we have, we've backed off a bit because obviously this is a podcast that primarily depends on events and (laughs) things going on, which thanks to the Rona, all came to a screeching halt back in May. We've done a few episodes since, and uh, I think we're getting to the point, Mary, where things are starting to happen again more and more. We talked about this about a month ago, but the the overall, uh, we're we're seeing more activity out there. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I think triggered a lot in the beginning was professional sports. There's a audio clip out there of a basketball game where the PA announcer comes over and says, due to unforeseen circumstances, I mean, this is like (laughs) minutes from tip off, you know, they, they canceled the game and, and that seemed to be the like the, the tipping of the first domino where everything just started in sequence, you know, changing uh so that's that's kind of been that's when everything stopped but now we're seeing obviously baseball soccer basketball down in the bubble which that has been its drama all in of itself. Have you heard what's going on down there? I have just watched a few of the players who have shared things on social media, like about their food, or I saw one who like didn't have a blanket, and when he finally got a blanket, it was more of a blankie, like it wasn't going to yeah. fit him at all. I well, haven't I mean, seen anything since then, though. They're all like seven feet tall, so yeah. a, a normal blanket, well, you, you and Blake are also <laughs> seven feet tall, so... But they have been living down in Orlando at one of the Disney properties. They call it the bubble. And there have just been so many funny storylines that have come out of that, whether it be, you know, guys trying to get female companionship. They, It's weird because Disney or whoever it is that's actually putting on advertised this all-out dance party for all the players it's like that's oh yeah that's awesome what a bunch of you know 19 to 30 year old dudes want to do is go to a (laughs) dance party with only 19 to 30 year old dudes and they tricked this one guy into showing up and he's like yeah and he's the only one it looks so sad he walks in they've got you know they're handing him a drink and the music's cranking and there's lights and all this other stuff. It's it, but he's the only one, and he's just there. He just started living it up on Instagram Live, which was pretty funny. Goes but. to show you how different it would be because if you invited a bunch of nineteen to thirty year old women, oh yeah, you would have had a blast. You you don't <laughs> you, yeah you guys girls you you, you have no problem yeah. making something <laughs> spectacular happen there. Meanwhile, uh, the, yeah, it's. And it's funny the way they, like, advertised it to these guys and, you know, like, oh, don't worry, when you're not playing or practicing, we got fun stuff for you to do. We have ping pong. We have pool. We have bumper pool. We have cornhole. We have, like, (laughs) just like, oh, yay. Okay. All right. It's like summer camp. They need, like, gimp 
art classes and friendship <laughs> bracelet making. <laughs> yes, they, uh, slime station. <laughs> they should rename their dorms like some animal name or their not dorm, but the hotel they're at. Okay, this is the animal name we're going with there. But it's been interesting to see how they are handling that. Of course, baseball. Do you think they're doing pranks? Oh, like, oh, did the sun rise today? I mean, yes, of course. <laughs> you know, like like when you think of camp, you know, you do pranks on kids from other cabins and things. That's what I want to see. I want to see these professional players like TP each other's rooms or do something bogus uh, like that. Uh, they don't need. They don't need this situation. There are players <laughs> who literally call up in the middle of the night and order insane amounts of food and have it delivered to somebody's room that where yes. they know they're sleeping yes. like a seven course meal and <laughs> just just deliver it to this guy perfect and it's so that kind of stuff i'm sure is happening but it's it's also uh, in the baseball world mm-hmm. fenway park has come to life as have a m- many many ballparks all across the country Including McCoy Stadium in Pawtucket with the what they call the Taxi Squad, which is the kind of the reserve players for uh, for the Boston Red Sox as they uh, get ready to to go in. Nice. We're looking at, we're looking at hockey's going to be starting up. So by all accounts, there's some serious normalcy happening there. And then last night, I was driving around. I was driving to do a few errands. And the baseball field, one of the baseball little league fields in Warren, mm-hmm. there was a game going on, and I was kind of surprised. I was, I knew it was going to be happening. Yep. But those, so those are popping up. So it's these little things of normalcy uh, that seem to, you know, just give me a little bit of hope. Mm-hmm. You know, just a, it's another step, and you just you dip your toes in yeah. you see what works and how how to do it differently i agree i've i've been seeing it over in our neck of woods on the west bay as well um some of the little league fields filled up um, and by filled up i mean there's people on them sure <laughs> they're not sure. dormant like they have been um for for weeks past so it is it's when you think of summer you picture those ball fields with with kids on them and it yeah. is it is nice to see the uh, we went to an event a couple weeks ago over near your area, Mulligan's Island, we had a very short window. They had a food truck night there, and we went and ah. yeah, we literally duck in, duck out because as we were getting the food, the storm came. And all right, well, this was fun. We're gonna have eat my half. Oh, you soggy. were here for that epic storm, the like uh, one that shook the. <laughs> shook not the that one. Oh, okay. It was it was leading up to, uh, but the yeah, it was it was a quick like I said, a quick yeah. duck in, duck out, and it was it was cool. It was nice. It was fun. Uh, but you know, it was again just these little things here and there mm-hmm. that have helped to make it feel normal. But you know, we've started seeing where areas of crowding, yes, where it needed to be dialed back a bit. Last week, uh, the governor announced that they would be backing off the parking situation in two of the state beaches to twenty five percent, not by twenty five percent to 25 (laughs) percent and that caused all sorts of commotion although they say it was a lot better on the beach as far as crowd wise Mm -hmm. we'll you know we'll see how that progresses but it has led to between that and just some other restaurants and other ice cream shops grown-ups behaving badly yes um what the actual heck 
seriously. We have grown men arguing over the fact that they can't eat ice cream on a patio at a Brickley's location. Are you kidding me? Get over yourself, buddy. Yeah, we had my mom got into an argument with someone at Cumberland Farms in line just to get a nice coffee. And, you know, she had to ask the gentleman in front of her, like, can you please put on your mask? It was in his pocket. It was in his pocket and he wouldn't put it on. I can't take that. No. Here's the deal. Uh, I'm guilty of walking in and forgetting to put it on right away. And uh, and as soon as I realize that I put it on, I realize that there is, despite whatever your personal beliefs are, the fact is that there are a lot of people out there who want to see it because it brings them a little bit of comfort. And if, if that helps to create this atmosphere of normalcy until we have the vaccine or the cure or whatever, then okay, I'll, I'll, I'll be the team player and participate. But I've, I've done it a few times where I accidentally, you know, forget to, to just loop it on Mm -hmm. or I've done this. I've walked in and I actually walked into the bank once with the mask I, so I typically wear a ball cap and my sunglasses, and I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> I got to take my sunglasses and ball cap off, so at least I can see the top half of my head. You're the invisible man. Exactly. I felt bad because I felt like I was, it's been against everything that we normally are used to with the ma- with by wearing a mask, especially into, you know, financial setting, mm-hmm. but. Usually I walk into the bag, I take my sunglasses off because they want to see your eyes, and okay, that's fine. I understand for identification purposes, make everybody feel safe, but I've also been training myself not to touch my face, not to touch up there as, as often. So, But the, the whole thing of the grown-ups behaving badly and just giving this past weekend, they, there was a report down at one of the beaches where this couple threw their setup in front of a lifeguard chair, and... I thought it was common knowledge. You yeah, don't you gotta set leave up that area. <laughs> yeah, you can't set up directly in front of the lifeguard chair, heading towards the water because the lifeguard needs a clear path to run. Yes, and you being there is obstruction. So, but there was a couple there who who started getting into it with the lifeguard, and then the beach oh. manager, and then they had to call the police. They ended up getting arrested oh because my they gosh. assaulted the police officer. Oh Oh my gosh, overplopping oh, yeah. down in front of the lifeguard. Who's there to save their lives? Oh yeah, the police report, you know, had the full narrative of what the uh, one of the people were saying, you know, oh, my girl just wants to catch a quick tan out here. You guys are being ridiculous. Meanwhile, we've had some pretty significant swells and some pretty serious rip currents. Lifeguards at these beaches have had to work for their paycheck for sure. Yep. yep. And dealing with everybody. So it's just like at some point, you got to just wonder what happened to this person in their life that they are so uh, oblivious to the way things are right now that you have to act like a jerk. Oh, correct. Correct. Yeah. And I'm, I'm keeping this, I'm keeping this, you know, very non Blake. Yes. Uh, I'm choosing my words very wisely here because I just, it blows my mind. Like, what are you doing? Like you're, it's not that you're going to cause a health risk for everybody. You're just causing stress for everybody. 
Get over yourself. Agreed. And we don't need any more stress right now. We do how, not. <laughs> how has it been for Blake with his restaurants? Because he he you know runs a yeah. couple Dunkins. I mean, that's typically a quick in, quick out, and obviously a lot of drive-through stuff. Have has he had to break up any fights or anything? Or He's taste, definitely had taste to people? ask. Yeah, luckily, nothing of that severity. But you know, generally, the people who work behind counters, whether it's the ice cream counters or your coffee shop counters, they're usually younger people. Yeah. And um, luckily, my husband Blake, he's six four and just a very dominating physical presence so when someone comes into one of their stores not wearing a mask of course the person behind the counter will say excuse me can you please put your mask on or else we can't serve you um and he's had to you know when the people say no because maybe the person serving them is like 16 he has to come on in (laughs) you know use his, his influence um and just say excuse me you need to get out of here like that's it. You're you're leaving, and usually they listen to him. But of course, that is because he's uh, you know a tall tall individual, a tall um, strong individual from Revere, from <laughs> Revere kid. Do, do you gotcha. even do you even know where, where? Do you even do you even know the Red Sox kid? You don't. You, you don't. You're dumb. I love it. So, so he can throw some of that horrible, in exactly. Horrible. No, he should can, get, uh, I should get a penalty flag for uh, <laughs> poor impersonation. No, you're fine. <laughs> oh my god! But it's you know it is. It's just it's a whole new world right now, um, and it's just coming off incredibly selfish. So, right there with you. If you're listening and you don't wear a mask, please just put it on. <laughs> just, just come on. Just, just, just help us because we're all trying to get through this. And this, of course. We're dead in the middle of summer here. Probably not the best term to use. You know, we're, yeah. we're right in the middle of summer there you here. Go. There, there you go. All right. Everybody's happy. Right in the middle of summer. And this would be the time of year where you'd start seeing the heavy rotation of ads for back to school. Mm-hmm. And this is when you would go get your trapper keepers, your, your paper, a, a package of pencils. Uh, perhaps a protractor, glue sticks, just yes. just just some of the things out there. You had this giant list of stuff to bring on the first day of school, and what did you use? None of it. Really? Uh, oh, the first day you're like, okay, oh, here's this class is. Yeah. This is the rules. Then the rest of the week, it's like we're gonna party with all the other classes. Everybody's gonna <laughs> get to know each other. Not because, anymore, my friend. No, because uh, apparently that's that's all changed. Uh, but there are there are a lot of questionable variables, a lot mm-hmm. of variables going into this. Uh, what is the Larson plan at this point? Because a lot of people are up in the air. Yes. Um, so right now, the Larson plan is that the kiddos and I are going to be staying home. Um, okay. And for those of you who don't know, I you know I help run our media company from home. So I've been working from home for the past several years. Uh, prior to this, I was a teacher. And, um, you know, it's something that Blake and my husband and I have talked about a great deal. Our school system is hoping to do a hybrid, like two days in person and three days at home. Um, But we're very close with my mom and she's high risk. So it really kind of came down to, do I want my mom to spend Thanksgiving and Christmas alone, uh, pretty much the entire fall slash winter alone? And I also... 
you know, I don't, I don't know how long this hybrid learning is going to take place versus when it's just going to flip over to distance learning. And I know the teachers and the administration have worked their tails off. I mean, no one would have ever, you know, at least I, I don't fault them, but it just didn't work for us last spring. So we're thinking we're just going to, from the get-go, keep the kiddos home and teach them here and then reevaluate by Christmas because I feel like by Christmas we're either going to know if things have worked out well, Mm. (laughs) if things have just gotten worse, if some magical cure has come into play. Um, But on the flip side too, because I can, I know it's a huge advantage that I have that I can be home with my kids and do this, um, but that also means there's two less children on the bus. There's two less children in the classroom that they have to socially distance. Um, Two less kids they have to worry about in the rotation. Um, So it kind of just all came down to that. And it is not something I ever dreamed of being. I never thought that I'd be like the homeschooling mom. Um, But on the flip side, my kids, I'm fortunate my kids are young. And Mm -hmm. while we get to see my mom, she's also offered to help me teach every once in a while so I can get a break because I haven't had a break since March 2nd or 3rd. Yeah. Yeah, Well, the the, the reality is, and this is what people don't understand, and far be it from me to be the expert on education, Mr. 7th grade twice and then got a job. I do know enough that what happened last year with distance learning, that is not homeschooling. Correct. It may have felt like homeschooling, and I'm not trying to discount the people who out there put their heart and soul into it and sacrifice made it work i Mm -hmm. give you all the respect in the world but that was simply taking corporate learning and doing it via computer which is hard if you're going to commit to homeschooling then you should really look into a homeschooling curriculum yep that will allow you to deal with multiple age levels if need be correct and kind of keep them both on the same track and give somebody a little bit more advanced and plus you can gauge it not only that i know people who are expecting a child later in this year so they're doing the homeschooling they're starting it now so they can take time off when that happens because again there's no guarantee they, they they won't be able to send the child to school because of because of the medical situation exactly yeah and so it's it's just it's one of those things where you may be able to stretch it out a little further it's not that hard to do as far as you know getting it set up and getting a, a school district on board, but it is one of those things where right now in your situation, I think it's great. I, yeah. I think that's a good idea. If anyone for, else is listening who's interested in learning more, there's a great resource that I've come across called Enrich RI, okay. and it's just an, a website in an online community. I think you pay like thirty bucks for the entire year. Um, right. When there hasn't been a pandemic, they've had a lot of you know playgroups and stuff for kids who want to be homeschooled. But what I love about them is they have a wealth of knowledge district by district about what's needed, the types of letters that you need to use. Um, and like you said, Ben, like there's different curriculums. So if you don't want to necessarily do the distance learning that is set forth from your district, there's a plethora of options out there for you. So yeah, that's that's where we're leaning right now. I'm sure it's it's tough. It's my daughter's first year she's entering kindergarten and breaks my my little heart that she won't be able to have the normal kindergarten experience but i think you know as all school-aged parents right now we're all our hearts are all broken for them for a little bit so we're gonna make some lemonade out of these lemons right now yeah that's that's a good point and you know everybody's situation is different i just hope and you know a few weeks ago i was on cat country for the week i was covering some vacations and the whole mom shaming thing 
came up the topic there somebody had posted up a photo of them and their child on a float in like mm-hmm. a foot of water and people went crazy saying i ah, you can't you, sh- you can't do that what are you doing are you nuts it's like they were posing for a photo calm yeah. down it was quick there were people all around the child wasn't in any danger it was just you know but they they people just see it and just start mom shaming and you, you can't do that yeah that's 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 just not something you should be doing especially if if it's somebody like yourself mary who's you know taking this on in this in this way that's that, that's it takes a lot of courage i'm sure it's a lot of stress on you mm-hmm. and blake and your mother uh you know the kids will adapt and overcome but it, it weighs heavily i'm sure with everything there so good on you guys and uh I think that Enrich R.I. group that you mentioned there, that it would certainly be, sounds like a really good uh, thing. It's a great resource, Yeah, yes. I mean, really, it's 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 the, it's the it's cheap insurance for great advice, you know, <laughs> exactly. I mean, if you think about it. So, hey, listen, if you tuned in while you're on the road, you're working, getting some errands done, listen and enjoy the episode. You know, we always try to bring you things that pique your interest, and if we do talk about things that have a link or or additional information always you can find that on our website wickedroadypodcast.com wanted to offer a few resources for you all if you are trying to get out of the house maybe you're getting a little stir crazy um, and just kind of chat a little bit you know as Ben said the beaches some of the beaches the numbers that are allowed to go in whether it's beaches or state parks have been brought down a little bit so I just want to make sure you all knew about this app it's called All Trails All Trails have you seen this app Ben? I have not oh my gosh it is one of my favorites it has pretty much all of the different parks in our state listed and it's pretty much Yelp for hiking. Oh, so okay. it's going to be rated. It's going to let you know if it's dog friendly, stroller friendly, how long it is. Um, if you're going to be walking by water, people update it all the time. You know, oh, after last night's rain, like it's really muddy in this area. So you might want to skip this park today. Um, the trails are actually shown on the map. So if it is one of those hiking places where there's various routes, maybe it breaks off at a fork you'll be able to find your way back pretty easily. So huge fan of that app, All Trails. Uh, my kids, what I tell them to do is I let them pick. I kind of show them the map and they get to pick which one they get to do. So still getting outdoors, of course, but um, you know, staying away from the beach if the beaches, sadly, are too busy. Yeah, so let me ask you this, because you're, you're talking about these trails and everything. Is, there, is it through this app or would you need to use a separate app for some geocaching? You would need to use a separate app for geocaching. Right. Yeah. But, but it's something you've done. You've actually done a segment on it uh, back in the day. And yeah. uh, that's a that's it's something that, again, people are, are finding it to be popular. Yes. Um, a couple months ago, you could have hidden uh, toilet paper in various places for geocaching. But, uh, <laughs> people that would have been like, delighted. <laughs> that, that sounds like something really fun and you can divide up i mean you still have you know six eight weeks of of solid summer left Mm -hmm. you know maybe you do two weeks in the northern part of the state two weeks in the east two weeks south two weeks west uh to to find different uh trails out there uh let me ask you this mary if you had to you and blake for some reason have found yourself with a couple hours Mm -hmm. you say hey you know what let's go for a ride uh, whether it's on uh, the motorcycle or it's on, you know, just in the car, you're just going to go 
go take a drive, where are you going to go? Oh, gosh. You know, one of my favorite things to do is to go somewhere where there aren't that many stoplights. Okay. I love driving around Little Compton. I love 295. Um, <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. Well done. Well done. No, Thank I just, you. I think, little, you know, for those of you who don't live in the Little Compton area, uh, it's just really different than the rest of our state. It's very peaceful. You've got the farmlands. It's still, of course, is by the water. There's the cute little farm stands, um, you know, if you wanted to get some fresh produce or get a little sandwich or something on the road. So that's definitely one of my, my favorite the areas that I like to drive around. Um they, there's even some great websites where people have just written out, you know, their favorite rides to sure. go through our state, you know, uh, that once again have don't have a lot of busy roads, don't have a lot of stops, stoplights, so you can just kind of cruise. And if you do, if you have little ones in the car and they take a nap and uh-huh. you just want to keep going, That's or if you want to see the state but you don't necessarily want to be, you know, going to restaurants right now or anything like that, you can still go and see different areas of Rhode Island because I'm telling you, Rhode Island's looking pretty pretty nice right now. It's a pretty sure. looking state. So I, I I like our state all seasons, but right now it's looking pretty pretty nice. No, it really is. And uh, for me, I love going down to like the Newport area, the Brenton Point. Yes. That's a beautiful drive. You can continue that right on through. And if you go... Uh, after you do like 10-mile drive, if you come down by First Beach and instead of taking a left and going towards back towards Middletown to, you know, up up by the uh, – to get onto East Main Road there, if you stay to the right and, you know, Johnny's ABC's right there and go down towards Second Beach, all those roads kind of wind around and you could do some nice – just just some, you know, just looking out and, and it's a nice ride out there and, uh, you know, just take your time and, and great – sea breeze in the afternoon mm-hmm. so you can crack the windows open or or whatever and it's it's a good time mary uh, listen uh, this this episode has been if you're listening at home you may have heard a little bit of uh, background noise there mary and I don't, I don't know what's going on but what's happening in your house <laughs> something that's popular that people have been doing something very popular you're right i've got some home improvements going on in my house <laughs> uh-huh. there we go yes yeah, like goodness. so many uh, people who have been stuck home or you know just you're starting to notice those things that have been driving you crazy all along and rather than paying for camps or preschool we said you know what it is time to fix our bathroom and what an endeavor that is. So if anyone else is doing home improvements and you want to share those before and afters with us on Wicked Roadie, please do. Um, I have never lived through a re- major renovation before. I had no idea how disrupting it was. <laughs> what, 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 what was that? I, I'm sorry. I, oh. I was... I said I've never lived through a major renovation before. Oh, house, oh, oh, oh so I, I had no idea how disrupting it was. I, I had no <laughs> idea how loud it was going to be, how messy it was going to be. There have been days where my water and electricity is turned off, and I'm like, yeah. this is such a first world problem, but what do you mean I can't b- blow up and put water in my inflatable pool? What am I going to do with these kids? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's... It's been an endeavor, but I did want to get stuff done before the school year began, uh, knowing that homeschooling was going to be an option. I didn't want to have all this banging and drilling and sawing happening in the background. Good call. Good call. I did early uh, in the the whole pandemic, I completely destroyed our lawn, and we went through a process where we jackhammered one weekend a bunch of rocks, we sod cut, we rebuilt the front gardens, we just did everything, and then we trucked in 64 yards of of dirt 
or loam, as they call it. Mm, loam. Yes, yes, fancy Planted. dirt. Yes, uh, <laughs> yeah, f- fancy dirt loaded with crabgrass seed, evidently. But we, uh, but uh, don't worry, the crabgrass is going away. Planted new seed. So I have been so meticulous about this lawn. Uh, but again, it's a home improvement kind of thing. Uh, you know, we painted the living room at one point. We've just kind of gone through nice. and done a bunch of different things. But the home improvements, we also, you know, we, we, we switched out some pieces of furniture, went over there to Cardi's and, you know, said, okay, well, let me tell you how it went at Cardi's. Uh, I did not go. I just sent <laughs> I just sent Susan and said, there you, go. Uh, you go and shop the way you need to shop. And because and, I'm not going to be helpful at all, even though I spent 15 plus years there. Yeah. Uh, uh, just just let me know when when you know just just let me know when i have to you know move something uh, exactly yeah. <laughs> exactly no they deliver it it's great they come in they bring it right in you That's just awesome. point, put it right there so it was great you know those those improvements though uh on the home because that's where you're spending time uh a lot of people are doing that so uh, yeah I, I would love to see some before and after um uh some to uh to, to yes uh, up on the on the facebook feed there uh I will try to. Uh, I, I I think I need to find a picture of my lawn beforehand to really do it justice. But <laughs> yes. I'll try to. I'll try to get on that. So love it. So that's of course what's wicked fun in the four hundred one. And here are some wicked tasty suggestions. So Ben, have yes. you been out? To eat. Yes, we have gone to a few different places uh, and actually dined in Rhode Island Staples. We went to Greg's Restaurant, mm, which was our first one. And I actually saved the card they gave us into the, like when you pulled in, if you were, you know, they, they check you in while you drive in. They say, okay, park over here because they're also still doing curbside. Mm-hmm. And they give you this little card that says, by entering this uh, establishment, you agree that and you've, you've not had these symptoms. They actually give you little icons for a cough, a fever, <laughs> oh. diarrhea. Oh, yeah. That's what vomiting. you want to see before you eat. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loss of taste and smell, which the loss of taste and smell is a nose with arrows pointing up. I would have thought that would have been like a circle with a line through it over the schnoz, but I, I could pick. be. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then, <laughs> then it gives you like, uh, you know, instructions on the back of when you can wear it. But the other one we went to was Uncle Tony's nice. in East Providence. Delicious. Great service. Great great time and and you know we're, we're hoping to do more but it's like anything else it's just as time allows and you know mm-hmm. we're still we still got a lot of things going on how about yourself so we've been doing a lot of takeout still we have yep. not taken the kids to an indoor dining um but we actually went to outdoor dining and uh, with just just blake and i on our first date since march and we went to the 210 oyster bar down in kind of the galilee area they have some gorgeous outdoor seating we're hoping to do a lot more of those, you know, ocean-viewed places. I will say, if you are interested in having more of a romantic outdoor date at one of those really sought-after establishments, you're going to want to go online and book your reservation two weeks in advance. I mean, these things are booking up. We've got people coming in for vacationing anyway, and we all want to get outside. Um, I've done a lot of takeout. We've been doing a lot of Uncle Tony's as well. We've got one yeah. right down the street. Sure. It's one of the staples for my family. Uh, I will be honest, in the beginning, Greg's chocolate cake was getting us through <laughs> the initial portion that of is- distance learning. <laughs> it is a survival tool if there ever was one, Mary. Amen. Amen, man. So yeah, so we've we've been sticking to either just takeout and we've dipped our toes into outdoor dining. Um, but 
We hope to do a little bit more while it's still summertime. Very good, very good. podcast every week so my fingers are all over the place trying That's to right. figure You're out doing which fine. buttons to push man well just oh, so long man. as the so long as the uh, demolition crew didn't take out your soundboard that's, uh, that's, <laughs> right? that's all that's all good so uh, oh. so what's up so we wanted to remind everybody that we here at Wicked Roadie are very proud to partner with United Way of Rhode Island yes. to help you spread the word about wonderful opportunities for you your family and how you can volunteer in and around Rhode Island I wanted to remind you that one of the best ways to feel better in difficult times is to help others. Like the the sheer joy that you will get um, from volunteering and helping other people, nothing else can compare to it. No, you're absolutely right. And Mary, it's obviously officially summer here in the Ocean State, and it looks different. It looks different than past years. There's no doubt about that, and there's no shortage of, of things that we can do and ways to enjoy ourselves. And, and two of those ways that we can do that is through helping out two of Rhode Island's quintessential warm weather activities, that being our beautiful farms Mm -hmm. and the renowned water fire. Both of them are seeking your support. So please consider giving of your time, and the farms in particular offer an opportunity the entire family can enjoy together while helping their fellow Rhode Islanders so you can volunteer at a farm. Each year, the Rhode Island Community Food Bank works with community farms and volunteers to help plant and then harvest the fresh produce that helps feed the hungry. So there are a number of farms right now that are currently seeking help as the crops are maturing. And once again, all ages are welcome. The Charlestown Community Garden uh, in Nindigrit Park, they're looking for some in Cumberland, the Franklin Farm is looking for people on Mondays and Thursdays in the evening, so it won't be wicked hot, uh, 5.30 to 7.30. Yeah, we'll have all these farms listed up for you, too, so you can get the addresses and all the, the specifics and stuff. But uh, over here in the East Bay, they have the East Bay Community Farm, which is over uh, off of Papa Squash in Smithfield. They have God's Little Acre off of Putnam Pike. Mm-hmm. And in Warren, the McCoy Community Farm, which is off of Birch Swamp Road. Nice. And of course, we also have, as you mentioned earlier, Water Fire. Yes. The Water Fire Arts Center is now open Wednesdays through Saturdays, 12 to 6. And they're seeking volunteer docents to help in, help staff in welcoming visitors in the safest way possible to enjoy the Beacon of Hope Arts installation. Uh, there's also the Volunteer Photography Gallery and the Water Fire Store. So you can, of course, find the information on our site. Awesome. And if you want to learn more about the United Way of Rhode Island or during this pandemic, if you're in need of assistance, I've heard so many people who just don't know where to go for something specific. The United Way is your one-stop shop. That's where you Mm got to go. Just go to their website or dial 211 and you'll get connected to the help that you need. Mary, I feel like when we have not a lot of events to talk about, that's when we talk the most because we're talking about real life here. And can I just just ask you one last question here? Please. Yes, please Uh, do. Why are you wrapped up in a shawl? It is 92 (laughs) degrees outside and you are like, you're wrapped up in a shawl. I am so cozy in my blankets. Okay. (laughs) Um, So first off, our podcast studio is in our basement. 
and no matter what season, this basement is frigid. Okay. So, um, yeah, as as many people are out sweating, I'm freezing right now during the right. recording of Wicked Roadie. Well, if you're listening to this and you are currently going into dehydration, just think about Mary. There you and go. she's literally taking on hypothermia, <laughs> a word you don't often hear in July. No. So you can find all our information on, on our website and perhaps some tips on how to stay warm on WickedRoadyPodcast.com. <laughs> We're, of course, active on Facebook and Instagram. So if you're posting photos from around Rhode Island, I know many people because we are soaking up that outdoors. We're getting out on trails, visiting our local beaches, and you know just taking walks around our neighborhood. Maybe you're seeing things that you've never seen before. When you snap that photo, use the hashtag WickedRoady, and we would love to see how you're making the most out of, what are we in now, phase three? Uh, something like that. How are you we're, making the most of this? We're here. We're here. We're <laughs> yes, here. And that's that's all that matters. And if you're out there and you want to get the message directly into the ears of our listeners, just email us, wickedroadypodcast at gmail.com, or you can send us a message on Facebook. Until next time, I'm Mary Larson. And I am Ben DeCastro, who is currently enjoying a core temperature of 98.6, unlike my co-host, who is <laughs> going into probably hypothermic shock. It's all good. Oh, after this, I'll go outside and I will uh, really be shocked. Thaw Bye. out. Yes. <laughs> well, you've been listening to Wicked Rudy. We'll have more for you next time. Thanks, everybody. 